Uh. Yeah. Sideburns. Sideburns. Uh. What's the word? Tell me what you heard. That info that we kicking it be louder than some herbs. Word. Information, no telepathico. We gon' have to elevate your mind where you wanna go. Kiss Calhoun in the mix. Sideburns dropping all the beats. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a podcast you don't really wanna miss. So sit back, relax. Let's talk for a bit. What's the word? Spitting out the game that you need. What's the word? Make it say yes indeed. What's the word? Something that you wouldn't believe. What's the word? The word is for you to receive. What's the word? 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 I say tune in live cause we up in the mix and you know we have some topics that we have to reach What's the word? 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 I say tune in live cause we up in the mix and we have a few topics that we have to reach What's the word? 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 What's up everybody? This is your girl Kiss Calhoun and we're back for another episode of What's the Word? Yeah and you already know who I'm being joined by the legendary, the one, the only, Mr. Who? Mr. D. John, okay. period. Period. Okay. <laughs> and today is going to be a real good episode. You know, we got, we just got some, a lot to talk about today. The, so, what's our top five MC? We're going to hit it with that. Plus, we got the hot topic was, what's your 401k on the changes in today's music, and would you prevent your child from listening to vulgar music at a young age? And do you believe music can influence children in good and bad ways? Also, we got to hit y'all with the hot poppin' tea with Nicki Minaj talking about she about to get married in the next 80 days. We gonna see. (laughs) Coming to America has a sequel on the way, so I can't wait to talk about that. Missy Elliott uh, is a Vanguard Award nominee, and Black, a Black-owned business opened up a cancer center in Philadelphia. Plus, Nicki Minaj, I mean, Nicki Minaj, she must be talking about the KISF. <laughs> but, Nipsey Hussle's birthday, of course, you coming up this week. And, Wendy says she is not leaving her show at all. Period. She is here to stay. So, without further ado, let's get into it. So, what's your top five so this is coming from the trending list that's been on social media with everybody's top 50. Of course, I'll have an all day to list my whole top 50. So I just simplified it to my top 10, five for the men, five for the women. And of course, DJ gonna get his five men, five women. So, I, ain't, I don't know about all that. He was like, I can give you three. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you five. I'm going give you five and five. But, okay, so if y'all don't, if y'all don't agree with my list, then you... That's all on you because it's, it's her opinion, so it don't matter it's what my you full think. So, for the men, I got Big L, of course, the trade. R.I.P. to him. Who is that? Big L was a uh, poppin' free, like, he could freestyle like no, he could freestyle, 
man, I, it's hard to explain how good he was at freestyling, how good he was at just rapping and stuff like that. He made a song called Platinum Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's one of my favorite songs from him. But he was a, a underground artist that, just like Nipsey Hussle, was about to get his notoriety and came to end when he was murdered, too. Okay. But he was murdered out of wrong identity. They was looking for his brother or something like that, and he looked like his brother, mm-hmm. and so they just shot him. Um, Mo's death, of course, if you don't know Mo's death, if Mo's death not at the top of your list, then something is really wrong with you. Because most death, most death is one of hip hop's pillar when it comes to MC or just not MC, just rap in general. If most death not on your top, I don't know what to tell you. Of course, I got my boy Nas because I've been rocking with Nas since day one, since he was fade and chip two, all that. Still chip two, <laughs> but I still like Nas. You hear me? Way before Nicki had him, I had him, okay? That's why my favorite color red, you know what I'm saying? Because of Nas, you know? That's why I wear my Timberland boots, because of Nas. And we stay in New Orleans. Do you know how hard it is with <laughs> Timberland boots? In a, in, you can't wear Timberland yeah, boots in New you Orleans. I hope you, you better just be glad you get a little breeze. Exactly. It's winter. summertime all the time. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I got my boy. Not, oh, I say Nas. Of course, out of Wu-Tang Clan, I picked Method Man because I understand. Like, it was hard to pick one because out of ODB and Method Man, I had to flip a coin, and I was like, yeah, I listened to way more Method Man growing up and just being exposed to Method Man. Method Man is the reason why I smoke weed and everything because of the movie How High. Like, Method Man just over, to me, is like his music is more rememberable to my childhood, especially like that song with him and Mary J. Blige. Um... That song is just, that just bring you back to, if you listen to any of these people's songs, you could you could picture where you was and what time of day it was in your life when you was listening to it. Because this last person, this last person I'm about to list, Tupac, I remember listening to Tupac on the radio in New Orleans East driving around and hearing his music and I, I had like when one song came on I can't remember what the song was but the song came on and it's like I smelled my whole childhood like I, I remember the day I heard that song on the radio I know where I was at that day I can remember I was six years old and I actually when he died I remember that too even though being a kid I still remembered a lot of stuff so whenever Tupac come on the radio it brings me back to my childhood and it brings me back to a place where I can remember certain things that happened of course you gotta have the women you can't have five men and not match it up with five women so my top five women of course is the messy Lauren Hill of course Lauren Hill gotta be at number one I don't care what nobody say because Lauren Hill is definitely that hip hop woman. I had MC Light at number two, but then I had to think about it and I was like, no, MC Light can't go before Eve, even though MC Light is my girl and I like me a rough neck. But Eve to me is the 
first woman that I was like, yeah, I want to... She the reason why I'm gangster the way I'm gangster now. Let me give me some paw prints on my titties. Because <laughs> Eve, Eve, <laughs> Eve is the reason for being. Of course, I, of course, I got my girl Missy, Miss Amini, Elliot on the list as number three. Because Missy Elliot, if you ain't listen to Missy Elliot growing up, your childhood was whack. Because Missy Elliot basically was the clean version of Bounce music. <laughs> What if they couldn't listen to Missy? Because everybody didn't have those privileges that they could just listen to those types of music. Well, that's why you had people like Erica Bazu and you had Lauren Hill back in those days. Those wasn't... Because Missy used to be saying some vulgar-ass shit. Work it. Let me work it. I put my thing down. Flip it and reverse it, okay? She I've been, was just trying to cover it what, up. What, what, what else it was? was about. What else the other song was? Uh... Uh... It's on the tip of my one minute man. Yeah, mini man. I'm like, Missy, Missy was talking about having her. She don't want to break me up. Show me what you uh, got. Cause I don't want no. Missy was trying to cover that shit, but we already knew what she was talking about. We already knew Missy was. You weren't dumb. Are you dumb? Missy said she don't want no one minute man cause she want right day. Who do want a one minute man? I know I don't. Of course, I got my girl Erica Badu. The reason why I have to put Erica Badu because Erica Badu was on a lot of hip hop hooks and stuff from my childhood. The um, when she did the Roots, when they did the Roots, you know, you know, Jill Scott really sung, but they got Erica to play in the video. So. And then I think they switched it to what Erica voices on the song too, some kind of way. I don't remember. Ooh. But Jill, Jill Scott couldn't be on my list because she ain't really rap. But Erica Badu can really spit, and people don't be be hearing it all the time. But Erica got some bars, and of course, last but surely not least, Trina, the baddest. Hmm. From the MIA. If you ain't got Trina on your top five, if she ain't at your top five, I don't know what to tell you. Because like I said, if it wouldn't have been for Trina, there wouldn't be no Young Miami, like D. John said before the show. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be, there no, be no City, city Girls, girls period. period. Okay? Like, if it wouldn't have been for Trina paving the way for the female hip-hop in Miami, like she not the first person, but she, she was the first the, mainstream, she mainstream female like a artist out of Miami. You know, fuck Trick Daddy. You know, put her on he loved her the kids, out. but he put her on. And if it wouldn't have been her and putting her on, we y'all generation, a younger generation, would not be exposed to people like City Girls. Period. <laughs> so that's my top ten. Male and female. What's your top three? <laughs> because we Lord, already know. y'all gonna be laughing at me because I don't know all of those people. But um, to me, Jay Z. Period. That just speaks for itself. Um, but I feel like because my uncle made like a good point. Is like you know the more down he the more he got in his career. It's like he kind of had to dumb down his music because of certain generations and stuff I'm, like that. I don't believe I didn't really, really download. Yeah, download. I, don't, I didn't really see that, you know. If anything, be, I, I felt like he evolved. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, Resident, he got better yeah. as he got older than mm-hmm. younger him because younger him was just 
He was just talking he about... He was talking about relevant stuff, but to relate to everybody and to just to relate to a culture of people, he evolved to that point to where Jay-Z ain't got to have an album out. He could come out with an album and it'll sell because it's right. Jay-Z. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Tupac, Biggie. I mean, you can't have a list without those two right. legends, of course. Um, and then f- female wise, well, male. I could say, I could say too. It's it's just so many Nas, Method Man, Common, everybody. Um, if Common not on your top fifty, something wrong with. And if he ain't at the top, if he not your top twenty, something wrong with y'all. If y'all have Common, so Common. Because see, what a lot of people have to think about the nineties was booming yeah. with rappers. Yeah, everybody Male was cold. And female. Everybody was cold in so the nineties. Like you know, we like we were young, but it was like we still were exposed to that type of greatness blackness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know it was refreshing you know to be able to see that we grew up in that time when we had all of those people you know that were relevant and still are relevant till this day even alive or dead mm-hmm. um female wise i would have to agree with you of course lauren hill erica badu trina Lil Kim. Of course, Lil How Kim. How can I have a, a, I a be, list without Lil Kim? No. I, I mean, I couldn't put Lil right. Kim on my list because I had to go with... Um, well, she she made my top right. 20, but she didn't make my top 5 because I didn't really grow up with listening to Lil' Kim. Right. I grew up listening to more like Remy Ma mm-hmm. and Foxy Brown. Right, and I'm about to say, just to, just to go beyond that, you know, you got, you got Remy Ma, you got... Um, Foxy Brown. Brown. You think if you go uh, down a little more into group wises, you had Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Oh yeah, I don't know why she not. From Black. Why can I not remember this girl name? I, I can never. Her fuck, I can never Lisa, remember her name. Little Lisa. That's what I call her. Cause <laughs> that was Little Lisa. You had the brat. But they ain't that, in my top I know five. that's what I'm saying, but it's like you can't. It's like it's so hard to make a, a, a top five because it's like you had all of these booming people, but see, 90s, early 2000s. So it's like to me now, it's like it's, it's it's coming back that way because you have a lot of people that are coming out and like they are like hardcore, like they speaking some real shit, right? Like. I just, I, I, now that you said that, I got a lot of That's more saying, people. Like, I just had to pick them three because I knew I listened to them the most and it was more influential to right. me. But, like, they got a ton of other female rappers that even, like, that's not even mainstream that I like. Like, I like this chick that came out here. Her name is Nisha Nice. I follow her on Instagram. She came out here to Essence mm-hmm. last year. Not this past Essence. I mean, she probably was. But she she on her shit. And I got to meet her. Shout out to her if she follow, you know. Um, Beaky for president. 3D not T. Like, I remember you talking about them who, a couple episodes back. Sleazy Easy from out here Like they got a lot of underground artists That's about to be getting their shine in a minute That is killing it Like I feel like Beacon for President Could run over Any MC in mainstream Right now I didn't actually seen her spit I seen her out spit men So oh I can't. I just can't wait for her, her blow up Cause her blow up gonna be something serious But Ugh, we could go on and on about our top 10, but 
tell us your top five or top ten or whoever you got for your top five, you know. Or one. Or one, two, three, <laughs> whatever you got. Just, you know, make a listen, you know, shoot it to us on Facebook at What's the Word? At Yo What's the Word or at Instagram at Yo What's the Word. And uh, we gonna give us give it feedback a 41k about who who's the baddest because I can already tell you who's the baddest, alright? But we could go on and on about this. So that's this is what leads to the topic tonight. It's like what's our 401k on the changes of today's music and would you prevent your child from listening to vulgar music at a young age? And do you believe music can influence children in bad or good ways? So me, um, my thoughts on like the sexual sexually and overly explicit music mm-hmm. um i wouldn't say that we we have to think about it that this is not nothing new that just started that just happened right. overnight right. this has been going on like we listen to like you know like they what is it xm what is it, xm, XM radio, radio. Mm-hmm. you know they play all of the all yeah. of the explicit music and stuff like that and then I'm, I'm listening to music that they played back in the day and i'm like they ain't no different of what they were, they not <laughs> what they were saying you know now you know nowadays because it's like you always hearing like older folks saying like, "Oh, music went like that back in the day," but it's like we're listening to this stuff, and it's like it was the same thing, almost. To me, I don't really, I don't really too much have like um, too many thoughts on it. Um, I feel like you know, as an as, as an adult, you know, we are exposed to things like that. But as far as like children, um, it's to me, it's really hard, you know, not to expose them to it because it's everywhere. Um, listening to it in the radio, you know, these children are so savvy with these uh, electronics. It's like now they're. Um, they go on YouTube and they just find this stuff and they're able to listen to this music. So to me, I mean, you could do any and everything that you can possibly do to not expose them to it, but they're going to find it. So to me, as a parent, um, well, I'm not a parent yet, but, you know, if that does happen down the line, to me, I feel like we, you know, should sit down and have talks with our children and, and just explain to them, you know, that so, the certain things that they say in these songs, you know, it's not for you to go out and say these things in school or to other adults. You know, it's okay if you listen to it, but you just have to know how to separate the two. You're going right. to listen to it, listen to it on your personal time. You keep that stuff away when you are doing what you need to do as far as like education and other stuff. You but know we what I'm know, saying? We know children are gone. Right. Just- Especially like at a, cause I feel like when they're young, you know, their, their minds are like sponges. They're just soaking everything in. Right. So if they hear it, or if they hear you saying a certain thing, they're going to go back and they're going to say it. Right. And you go beep, 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 beep. Then I tell you, don't what they're going to do, they still going to go gonna back and anyway. they're going to keep saying it until they get older and they grasp the, the you know under, the, the understanding and the knowledge of it yeah so i believe you did you can't really take it away from them you can't really stop them from listening to it because they're gonna get exposed to it right. one way or another but my thing is like i just don't like it i don't i know we had it at a young age but i also know at a young age when we grew up we had a lot of artists it was very it was a very small few artists that really was explicit in their music, like really, really, really explicit. Like I said, growing up, we didn't have, until Lil' Kim came out, 
we had explicit music, but we wasn't really, children wasn't really listening to explicit music. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had kids bop. Kids bop redid all the songs, but uh, when we were young, (laughs) we hated now because it got like... I didn't like it back then. But we just, it was just a cleaner cleaner way of hearing the music. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you don't want them to be pre-exposed to what sex is before you can explain them to them what sex is. My whole thing is I just don't like when children under the age of 13 listening to something like uh, you... You know what's that song with Chris Brown? You got it, like, and I, I I feel like it's a good song, but not for a child that's seven years old. Talking about you know when I first heard that song, I always heard it on the radio. So you know the radio, you know, cut the stuff out. But then when I really listened to the, I was like, oh, and they're listening to they saying some stuff. He's in this song, some, Chris, Chris Brown is saying some stuff so in this song. What I'm so saying. I'm like, oh, it's Lord. Like now, what I'm saying is, back in our time, artists really took in consideration of the fact that children could be listening to this. So, like like we said, Missy Elliott was talking about some stuff, but we didn't know what she was talking about because she used she wordplay to to imagerize what she was talking about. Like, she didn't use... She didn't, she didn't flat out say, because I want a, a nigga to eat me out. Right. She just said, she said I want the so cookies really. out the stack. I'm like, what's a cookie? I want to eat some cookies. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't know things was talking about sex until we actually knew what it what sex was. And then we listened to those songs. I'm like, now nah, she talking about she won't rise some dick. She don't want no one minute man. You know <laughs> for that. Now you feel mad because you didn't even get to enjoy that because you really thought she was talking about something different. That's what I'm talking about. It's like nowadays, everything is so freedom of speech. Freedom of speech have really taken it to a whole nother level to where people just say they don't have no clean versions of no albums no more they have the radio edit where they just take out all the cursing but they still don't have no music to where these children are exposed to positive stuff like you know when we grew up we had we had more positive uplifting music than we have oh i need to shoot a op i need to do this i need to kill kill the ops kill this kill that right now it's like kill 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 fuck 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 now ain't about going to school ain't about going to get your education i see dc college was a (laughs) song baby please don't bring up that wait remember what show was that we did And we was making fun of that. That's when we was on RVS. Yeah. Oh my God. ICDC College. Stuff that make you want to go to school <laughs> or stuff. You know what I'm but saying? But you know what? But you see why? But you see what he learned from? He learned from his daddy. His daddy, you know, Romeo loved in Master P. Master P, he rapped about that gangster life, but also he had a message to his story and stuff right. like that. It was like a but wild thing. Also, Master P was an older adult rapping. Right. These are 17-year-olds, right. 16-year-olds right. talking about fucking. Right. Like, but you, you still young behind your ears. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and back in the time, we related to Master P because what? We from New Orleans. Right. So we didn't fucking... 
take it and to be like, oh, he he was really talking about substance. It's, it's the thing about the message and the substance that we lack in our music. Now we are programming these children and these children know about sex before you can even have the talk because Chris Brown then told them she, he gonna give you his last name and flip you over the couch and bang you out already. In I don't even song. think you have to have the person to be his talk no more because they're gonna. Trey like, oh, Songz didn't already say oh he my, want the neighbors know. to know your name. Hmm. Oh my, I already, I already know. I already know about that. What you mean you already know? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, young boy told us about it in his new album when he came out. What? <laughs> No offense to him because actually with Young Boy, I could see like this whole topic came from when uh, you know Super talked about how she's not gonna stop her son from listening and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I agree, you I agree shouldn't with her. because yeah. in her case, she already had a conversation with her right. son, and I just so he up. knows mm-hmm. the rights and the wrong. We talking about children who don't have no guidance or substance to right. tell them when they just let them listen. To yeah, them. just letting them. And, and I feel like remember like how. So many people or so many fathers have are offended by when women record their daughters popping and shaking on mm-hmm. her. Well, that's the same thing. Like you exposing them to right, something. Right. So if you gon' right, if you want to have an opinion about something, mm-hmm. it's best for you to just be like, "Look, that's not appropriate." You know, they have this, that, and the other mm-hmm. online. They looking for little girls to be popping so they could be scoping them out it might have them on a Pornhub website it might have them on mm-hmm. just a secret website that's uh, pedophiles right. getting on it and I just feel like um, when you try to hide things like that from your children when they do get exposed to it they get exposed to it the wrong way and then that's when certain things happen so I feel like hiding hiding that stuff from them and other stuff is not right. a good idea when you it's a good thing to talk to right him. so when you start hearing your son rap NBA young boy tell him what you know about that mm-hmm. well we do stay in the wall and so I kind of could relate what he talking about cause such and such daddy got shot and, and, and he got killed and that so I know what he talking about where fuck fake love and shit so I understand that song or something or just in general then that's when you have a conversation like you said with your son like look I want you to take his lyrics and make that a message because that's what a lot of people do if you don't see it now pay attention to all of the men your age that follow the trends of music so many dudes got dreads because of Wayne that's what we're going to talk about next. Do you believe music can influence children in bad and good ways? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, like I said, so many people got dreads because of Wayne. So many dudes started skateboarding because of Wayne. Because, you know, that was not you a couldn't thing. Get, you couldn't get dudes out here to wear skinny jeans. Okay? You hit it right <laughs> on the damn button. You couldn't get dudes to wear skinny jeans until Lil Wayne started wearing skinny jeans out here. Not every dude you see in New Orleans mm-hmm. got some kind of skinny jeans. And let me just tell you, every man is not built to wear skinny jeans. Skinny jeans is for uh, people with no shape. Skinny, skinny. Not 200 plus pounds wearing a fucking skinny jeans <laughs> and we see all your ass hanging out. I'm tired of seeing niggas ass hanging out. Uh... uh <laughs> But don't like they, they make them big enough for people that... <laughs> no! It's 
skinny jeans in at a certain size. But you know I what know. I hate? That how they wear them. They they buy them skinny and then they sag them. Like, what's the purpose of sagging the them if they're already skinny enough right. and they ain't meant for the sag? Right. And like I said, yes, music. It's a can. lie. Like. Even with the tattoos, like oh my god, because of swing out here, every every dude. I'm gonna tell y'all, on what's the word? Everybody, listen. If you don't go in New, if you don't stay or just surround, even in New York, wherever you at New York, I bet you in Brooklyn they probably have a bunch of dudes that look like Jay Z. Queens, (laughs) they got probably got a bunch of dudes that won't be nice. You know what I'm saying? Miami, they got a bunch of females that think they Lil Kim. I mean, not Lil Kim. Oh, please, Trina, man. <laughs> because then I'm gonna she get said, please. Because I'm gonna get the backlash hard. Like you know what I'm saying, Obviously, Trina. It's just like even with this whole hot girl summer. You know, it started for Meg the Stallion, but everybody think they're a stallion. Meg the Stallion is built fine. Some of these girls is bad builds with these coochie color shorts on. Looking a hot mess. A hot mess, okay? So yeah, it could influence you good and bad. I could tell it could be a testament of how good music has influenced me for the positive because had it not been for people like Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, Missy Elliott Eve, and Trina. You wouldn't have kids get home. I could be wretched. I could be intelligent. I could be woke. I could fucking be anything I want to be. And I still won't be what everybody expect me to be. I'm not out here horn. I could listen to the music and not. Could say it word for word, but don't word mean for you word. Going and in. don't mean I'm stuck in that one penis <laughs> or anything <laughs> or no pole. Pina. Pina. <laughs> I ain't fucking no pina. Nothing. Okay. Like, music can influence you in positive ways. Like, um, like I said, had it not been for those women, I wouldn't be so good at writing and being creative and being ex- expressive mm-hmm. with stuff that I say and stuff like that. A lot of men wouldn't be who they were, who they are, if it would have been for like, uh, like Kevin, Kevin Gates. You can use Kevin Gates as an easy influence. I don't know how many men after Kevin Gates converted and became Muslim, how many men became Muslim right after him. I was like, that's good. I just hope they're doing it for the right reasons and not just to follow the trend of being a Muslim because, mm-hmm. you know, that's not good either. Like, don't be jumping religions if you don't know nothing about it. You know, if you want to practice, be practiced. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, it just... Yes, I believe music can influence because, again, it's gonna always always influence you, bad or good. We're going to always have bad or good energy into the atmosphere. It don't matter where you go. You could be in Switzerland, and the the Switzerland rap is going to expose you to some stuff. You could be anywhere you want to be in the world. You're still going to be exposed to stuff. So just as a parent... Be mindful of the playing field that we have right now and just have those conversations with your children and tell them they could be whatever they want to be. They could be a rapper. They could be NBA Youngboy. They could be Trina. They could be Nas. They could be Jay-Z. They could be Tupac. As long as they have integrity, as long as they have morals and they stand by them, and as long as they respect the game, and the game going to always respect you because the prize... 
is in the pudding, okay? And I'm, I just have to throw that out there, <laughs> okay? So I just, I just been waiting for this hot pop and tea. That's all I've been waiting for. Miss Nikki Menage, I'm gonna have to say it like that. <laughs> Miss Nikki Menage. And her whole 90 days, she said she get married. She want to get married in the next 80 days, I mean. She didn't, so, she didn't cut the she didn't 10 cut days it. out of <laughs> Yeah, let me get married. So she's going to get married in about two and a half months. Right. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. two and a half, because it's like three, three, 90 three is to 90. Three so yeah, she want to get married by September, uh, October. Girl, that man know he look good. So what's Whoa. the tea? Spill the tea about Miss Najee. All right, so of course this is coming from the, the shade. shade room with the messy of the shade. Spill <laughs> the shade, okay? So Nicki Minaj had a whole lot to say today on Queen Radio, which was yesterday. Uh, the internet is still buzzing after a gang of violence was dropped during the show. If you didn't catch the tea, we got you. Nicki Minaj and Joe Bundy heads, one of the guests who made an appearance, and let's just say sparks definitely flew. Uh, both rappers got into a very heated discussion when Nikki asked Joe about comments he's made about her in the past. She also mentioned his comments about motorsport and how the song came to be before things really ramped up. We got the audio of the exchange uh, right when it really started popping. Still, uh, see below. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys uh, saw Queen Radio or heard it. Um, as spiced as that was, as spicy as that was, aside from the beef, it seems Nikki's focus is on her new album and her upcoming marriage. As far as her marriage goes, she reportedly plans to say "I do" by the end of the year, according to Nikki herself. During the show, Nikki said that she and her forever big Kenneth Petty previously filed for a marriage license, but due to her crazy travel schedule, the license expired, and they were unable to get married. However, the time um, around the lovebirds have filed for the license. Well, filed for the license. I'm sorry. Once again, and Nikki maintains that the pair will be happily wed within the next 80 days. She gave a very little detail about where the wedding will be and who could potentially be on the guest list. Regardless of the details, sis just seems like she's happy to start her new life as a married woman. Nikki uh, dropped another bomb, saying before she jumps the broom, that album has been on her mind. She says she hopes to get married and then drop the album. Two things I'm sure her fans cannot wait for. Congratulations to both Nikki and Keith. Me and Kiss are wishing you guys the best of luck in your beautiful union. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, I am. Like, you know, I'm like happy I, for, you know, I don't finally, really have you know, I don't, know, have, no have, I don't really have no ill will no ill will with Nikki. You I know, mean, I just don't I'm not a barbs. Me and her got beef well, yeah, me. And I'm you know, I'm not a barbs either, but you no, know, me and I, Nikki got beef, she know. <laughs> Girl, she gonna be talking about your queen. What's right good? What's good? But you know what? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really too much have an issue with Nikki. Um, you know, I've I have expressed some things, you know, that concern me about her. But other than that, such I have, as spill tea. To me, I just really think that she. I don't really think she's really genuine. You know. Hmm. To me, I, I, it just and that, that just that's deep you down in my just soul. A little sneaky I think she, with no, I just yeah, I think she's a little you she know just used a little. I think she's just a little, she 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 little fake she, mm-hmm. on the slick, you know. But 
You know, I respect her as an artist, but to me, I don't really, I don't really fully think that she's genuine, genuine how we see, you know, most uh, artists, mm-hmm. you know, in the mainstream industry. So, um, I mean, that's just a that's just your just a, a thought I have. You know, you, you can know, attack me you if you want. If you're listening, the barbs go to but guess what? I don't care. <laughs> That's my but opinion, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I respect her as an artist, and I like her music, right. period. I'm, I'm extremely happy that she finally found some kind of happiness, you know, but I just hope that, you know, everything work out because homeboy legs don't look strong enough to be holding up those uh, booties. Shit. You saw how skinny those legs was, ain't got no fucking, no, uh, no fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No fucking strength in that. Nicki Minaj got a big ass ass. That's like me and your head on both of her cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Girl, That's a I'm lot of weight. I'm sure he got something holding it that could. Um, but you know what? She probably yeah. holding him <laughs> <laughs> in that ass. But uh, hey, <laughs> to each his own. Happy congratulations, congratulations to you, sister. And you get your eighty days. Hope that don't expire. Right, but I just feel like it's gonna be a very secretive thing. You know how be Beyonce and Jay Z did for oh, both think, of their marriages. I don't it think was it's gonna be that, that shit was. So, I don't think it was gonna be that secret. Bitch, I think I didn't even know they had renewed their vows until. Sorry, guys, but I don't really think. Um, I don't really think they. Um, what I said? Oh, I'm sorry. What I said? What was I saying? You don't think? I don't that. think. Yeah, I I know. I get you. I don't think it'll be that secretive either. Yeah, because it's a Nicki Minaj. If she went into the damn justice of peace or the thing to go get the thing, she gonna make sure that everybody see her in a dress. She gonna make sure not... Are we gonna be invited? That's the question. No, you need to send us a ticket. That's in my comment. <laughs> yeah, invite me then. Send me a ticket. <laughs> so we can squash the beef, Nikki. Send me a ticket so we can squash the beef, okay? You are so stupid. Moving on. But moving on. What's going on? Uh, Shara Headley set to reprise her role as Lisa McDowell in Coming to America sequel. Um, the upcoming sequel to the comic comedy classic Coming to America has steadily been announcing several exciting cast updates but there is one that one of the fans have been holding out hope for and let's just say the queen has returned to her throne as reportedly by at shadow underscore act actress shara uh, headley who famously portrayed prince akeem's queen to be lisa mcdowell she's your queen to be wait (laughs) sorry y'all i clicked on something um. <laughs> oh, but we. Where is it? What was I? You were saying she was said to be the queen. Return oh, she it. officially signed on to reprise her role in the film with the addition of uh, Headley to the cast. It appears that most of the major players from the original film have returned to the delight of fans everywhere, including star Eddie Murphy. Headley also joins. Uh, uh, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, John Amos, Paul Bates, Wesley Snipes, Kiki Lane, Rick Ross, Lisa. Girl, I was about to say Lisa Leslie, but it's Leslie, Leslie Jones, Jones, and Jermaine Farley. Uh, Henley was reportedly the last yes. main cast member 
needed to sign her deal yes. to return. In case, in case you need a refresher, coming to America too focuses on Hakeem, well, Prince Hakeem returning to America when he discovers he has a long lost son. The film will be directed by Craig Brewer with a script by Blackish creator Kenya Barish, and it is set to hit theaters in 2020. Next year, I'm excited about that because the, ori- the like the original cast is coming back. You know, most I, of them. Well, a mo- most of the original the cast. Ma- majority the majority of the main cast. Ca- yeah, I the main a, star. For exception of few people, because I think a few people died mm-hmm. after that movie. Like the Hakeem mother character died right after the mm-hmm. before the movie even hit. Right. Movie theater, she died. Right. Um. Didn't she play? Um. She played in the Lion King. Too, yeah, she, she was the voice of the mama the on the Lion King. Okay. So, um, yeah, like, uh, it, it's gonna be good. But mm-hmm. I was like, how they gonna have a long lost son? I know. When well, he, he came know. as a young man, and he didn't really date unless he, unless it's like something before he got with her and started. Like, Maybe you know, he kind of messed around or with somebody. He was or dating. Like they had the scene in the thing where he was trying to date and and get. He probably got. He probably put his pinyon in something. Could have. So. Could have, but we'll and I was like, "How that's gonna go when they got married? <laughs> How that's gonna play out? Hmm? Yeah. Who knows? I can't wait to watch this tea because it's gonna be right. some shady." Thanks for the share room. Moving on to Missy Elliott. Missy Minia. To receive Video Vanguard Award at the 2019 MTV VMAs. About freaking time. I think it was way overdue. I like, feel like she should have been the first won- recipient. I, I was about to say, way and before. I, sorry, no but shade. You know, I love you, Brittany. Brittany, but Brittany Batch. Missy Elliott should have been the first. Brittany should have been when I when with I, Rihanna before Rihanna. She should have went. No, when I think of because you know the it's the Michael Jackson video Vanguard yeah. Award. So when we think of like iconic music videos, other than Michael Jackson, Missy Elliott. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. What? Um, I just didn't understand. Britney Spears didn't give it to me. With Justin Timberlake didn't give it to me with music videos. Beyonce, yeah, because Beyonce had some iconic videos. But, but before Missy, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, like Missy, Missy was been in a, in Missy three doing got shit it. that people do not. Missy was doing shit that, that nobody, nobody was, was doing, doing in the nineties. Nobody videos look like her. Nobody did not slip their head down with the finger waves and, and put a know. trash bag looking so <laughs> with a blow up thing. With the finger waves, girl. With the finger waves. She the reason this. why I need me some finger waves. Let's get into this see because I know I will be watching and I probably only gonna watch because of that because I haven't watched the MTV Awards in, in a long time. Man. But it's about time. After years of fans lobbying for her to receive it, MTV has finally made the right decision and selected iconic and innovative rapper, producer, singer, songwriter Missy Elliott as this year's recipient of the Video Vanguard Award. Uh, While many other artists have gotten the award before her, most hip-hop fans have long argued that Missy Elliott should have received the award several years ago. Apparently, at MTV was listening to the overwhelming support she has gotten from her fans and finally decided that it's her time now. And it's been her time. <laughs> about Missy receiving this year's award, MTV had this to say about what to expect from the legendary artist. With a long-awaited several album on the way, Missy's reign as rap royalty is far from over as is her standing as a, video, a VMA legend. Along with receiving... 
and I did that again. Clicked on something else. You know how when you're reading them articles and they be having like them ads and, and you make a mistake and click on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, along with receiving the Video Vanguard Awards, she'll also hit the stage for what's sure to be an explosive live performance. You know I'm seeing it. Huh. I'm going to have they'll, my trash bag and finger waves ready. They'll have everyone losing control. Don't miss it. Missy took to social media to express her gratitude at being the 2019 Video Vanguard Award nominee writing, I am humbly grateful to be receiving the Michael Jackson Thank You Mickey, uh, Missy Video Vanguard Award. I thank my fans, super friends who fought in uh, diligently to see this day come at Kid Fury at Chrysalis, who rooted for me for years. I am crying happy tears. Thank you, God, at MTV, at VMAs. I am so humbled. The MTV VMAs airs Monday, August 26th at 8 p.m. on MTV. And you know what needs to happen next? She needs to be performing at the Super Bowl and not being brought on as a guest. She needs to be the, the actual performer for the yeah, halftime show. Yeah, yeah. Period. Definitely. Period. I know she about to bring everybody else. She about to bring Sierra she out. She did about to bring music with everybody. Literally everybody. Everybody. <clears throat> everybody. Like, like she done did stuff with everybody. She paved the way for a lot. That means we might hear tweet. We ain't hear tweet in so yes. long. Like. Missy Elliott is the pillar of our childhood. Like, she the first woman that I know green screened her head on a small person's body. Come on now. Missy was the the first artist to me that actually had people wanting to learn how to dance. You know, Mm -hmm. she she was iconic for, like, having all these dances and they doing all this sickening choreography. And you even had Missy out there doing this choreography. And not only that, she was the only plus size yes. hip hop artist that did not have to change herself to fit in. She made it her way on her own, and we're now. I'm just glad and thankful. That I will mm-hmm. here to see her win. That that's like winning the yeah. Oscar in a sense. Like it's a, it's a legendary. It's award. a legendary award, and when you win in it, something like the Michael Jackson award, mm-hmm. like to. To say you won a Michael Jackson Award is like to say to be you are right. now. You don't have to do nothing no more. You don't, you could sneeze and it was like, oh my God, Missy Elliott just sneezed. <laughs> like, that's how it is. Because like, did Michael ever win them? Well, what? no. You know, that that award is it's a new award. So it didn't come around until like... 2012 or 2013. Oh, so he was gone. It's a new. They named it after him when he died. Oh, okay, okay, Uh okay. But that that's an honor too. I think they he should have been the first one to get the award. Well, they named the award after him. But like giving him the award too. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. his children could have came. Paris probably could have came up there and was like, thank you for. Oh, All his children could have came up there. They, they are you some know, intelligent children. You know, I seen Blanket in a long Blanket time. Blanket doing, um, Blanket is a YouTube, um, personnel. That's not funny. <laughs> he is, the only he, reason why I left because Blanket looks just like his dad. Oh my God, he is so, <laughs> so adorable. So I could just imagine seeing him. And he talks so well. And then he looking just like my boy. <laughs> He's like, hi guys, I'm Blanket and I'm on YouTube. <laughs> Please hit that like share 
like, look at little Micah. Look at little Micah. Yeah. He like everybody nephew now when we see him. I ain't seen him so long. But moving on to Philadelphia couple opens first black owned cancer support center. We need to give them a round of a hand clap for that before we get into this. But um, February isn't the only time we're bringing you black history. A couple out of Philadelphia have started the first and only black-owned cancer support center. The program opened its doors in 2019, and it is called the Cancer Who Cares Center. It comes after the Harris family realized that there was no space for people dealing with the disease. The center offers a variety of sources, such as mental, financial, and emotional support. As we all know, cancer is one of the harshest realities of the world, a reality that can bring a lot of stress to a person and their family. Uh, well, Minaj and... Girl, I hope I said the name right. And L. Harris have decided to help less, uh, lessen the burden and create a space where people can get the best support possible while dealing with the disease. In an interview with at Because of Them We Can, the couple explained their relationship with the uh, cause. L. Harris said, cancer really hit us hard and we were looking for extra support and couldn't find it, so we decided to create our own. In 2009, in 2009, the couple discovered some of their relatives were diagnosed with some form of cancer. Um, Miss Harris sadly lost her stepfather to colon cancer in 2009, and L learned his young his young cousin was battling with brain cancer, while his older cousin was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. The Cancer Who Care Center is located in Port Richmond area of Philadelphia, which makes the center more uh, readily accessible to the Black community. The Harris family wants provide as much support as possible even going as far as sitting in chemotherapy sessions with the uh, patients to help take their mind off of the process. Elle said we don't just sit around and feel bad all day actually 90% of the time that we are at a chemo appointment or at the center we barely even talk about cancer we believe in living your life and not letting cancer stop anything that you want to do in addition to that the program also offers yoga nights and spa days to its participants well patients i'm sorry all of the programs in the cancer who cares center are free and the program is currently serving 250 families nationally um yeah i, I think mean it's a good I, look. I, uh, being the fact that we both lost people through mm-hmm. cancer there just there isn't any help for people that go through those types of things especially emo- em- and, I feel like emotionally and financially yes yes and to say that they have one in Philadelphia where I wish this would have been t- 2013 when my daddy needed it because we found the cancer <laughs> earlier he could have survived but because his mental overcame his ability to fight through it he ultimately lost his battle with cancer i feel like that is definitely a stepping stone in the right direction and hopefully more will come through this it should just be mm-hmm. in philadelphia it need to be in all 52 mm-hmm. states i believe that it will um eventually spread across the nation uh-huh. and, and not to mention to be the the dominant person that is going through 
these cancers. We're not dismissing the fact that other people do it, but the majority of people that's going through this stuff is black families and black homes. Like to have a center in Philadelphia that caters to black families is just amazing. Now they have somewhere to go when they auntie or their grandma or their cousin, their uncle, their nephew, they grandchild could go to get treatment they can go to this facility and be you know get the help that they need get the the supportiveness of what they need because everybody's family can't support them through cancer because life still go on and people might find out you have cancer and just be saying they'll be there for you but in reality or not you have a center that's gonna always be there for you even if it means sitting in chemo with you to hold your hand. That's, I think that is one of the best ideas a person could ever come up with, a best business plan. And if the state not already funding these people and helping these people, they need to. This needs to it, be a state You know state what, and it, might, it might be a, they might have a, um, they probably wrote a, a grant. Yeah, they most likely they got the funded by but the I'm government. I'm talking about, you know, the government might so give you a tax break because yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> moving on and this. Shout out to the black can- black owned cancer center in Philly. Mm-hmm. Keep doing good things for the people in Philadelphia because that is the city of brotherly love, and you showing the fact that you love your brother. So shout out to them. That's all I want to say. Like that's just it. Just it's just so. Damn, like yeah. if they had that when right. we went through that, right? We could have been. I think it would have been. It better. Took it we could have took the cancer diagnosis better or the deaths of our family you, better. Because really, what you need, especially with situations like that, is emotional support. And you I feel do. like a lot of families don't get emotional don't. support they when it comes to stuff like that. So the emotional part is breaking you down more than the person the actual actually cancer. being sick. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, moving on, and this comes from TMZ. Nipsey Hussle family turns down public birthday celebrations. We're still hurting. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle's family is turning down parades uh, of proposal for a very public birthday bash, honoring their slain rapper because the wounds are just too fresh. Uh, sources close to Nipsey's fam tell TMZ there will be no citywide celebration in Los Angeles, even though fans are begging for one because his family is still in mourning instead of a public event. We're told Nipsey's family will get together on August 15th on what would have been the Crenshaw's rapper's 34th birthday and remember the their lost loved one in private. Our sources say Nip's clan has been flooded with suggestions for how to recognize his birthday in front of the masses, but we're told the family feels it's still too soon to do a huge celebration, considering it it's only been a few months since his tragic death. Nipsey's fans who flock to his marathon clothing store in his honor will be met by heavy police presence and they won't be able to get close to the storefront because we're told an extra set of barricades is being added to an um, existing fence. So while it's nice to see so many folks looking forward to remembering Nip on his birthday, you got to understand where his family is coming from. And I totally agree. Right. But... At, at a sense, his family might not want to do stuff, but his fans, like, you got to understand, 
He had some ride or die ass fans. I'm one of them, and I had already planned out my my day mm-hmm. for his birthday. That's Thursday. I, yeah, that's also Chiching Day. So you know I'm about to cut up for. <laughs> you know I'm about to get the forty and all that, play his music all day, and just hang out with my friends and just celebrate friendship because I feel like. That's what he would have wanted mm-hmm. for us to do something positive in life. We're gonna get together and we're gonna we're gonna just mm-hmm. hang out and do things together. Right. Um, but I feel his friends, where his friends coming from, like, even though the family is grieving personally because mm-hmm. they actually were exposed to him more and have more of a mm-hmm. connection to him. His fa- his fans, like I can remember when Aaliyah died. How hard it was for me, being a super, super Aaliyah fan, how hard it was for me to even listen to the songs that she wrote, had, or just watch. I never watched Queen of the Dam. That was her last movie. Mm-hmm. So I never watched Queen I of the Dam, and I never watched uh, yeah, her. Nothing. I never watched her. I, I never I watched her, um, her last video. I only seen it once. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so much. So I could agree where fans are coming from. Like, fans just want. That closeness, like mm-hmm. we still got each other. We they really just want the togetherness mm-hmm. that everybody's gonna come right. out for. Like if you saw how big his funeral was, and his funeral was a long time. Just imagine what they want to do for his birthday. I think for if if they wanted to do anything, the city of Los Angeles should. Mm-hmm. Make his birthday a national a holiday. A national holiday, right? Yeah, like right. like Martin Luther King' birthday is. Make it to mm-hmm. what Nipsey' birthday is a natural holiday, mm-hmm. and then oh, people a city holiday, or a city like holiday. Yeah. But national holiday mean everybody's off for that day. Make it a city holiday so the people in Los Angeles could be off for his day, and maybe they could go maybe to the square less, once the square is once the square is up with his statue mm-hmm. and stuff. Like you could go there and just you know in his honor, mm-hmm. you know flowers. That's the same thing they did for Selena. Like Selena's birthday Selena, right. is big in Corpus Christi, and they go to that statue all the time. Like it's just big. Michael Jackson's birthday, like his that right. day, it just was so big. Like I was even, I, I, like I said, I could talk about this on and off, but like I was around, I was out there in California when Michael Jackson died, and how crazy the world changed. It was completely. It's like the world stopped. It stopped, completely. and it was like the world was in mourning. So it's like everybody's really in mourning, and I get that his family is still close to it and still hurting. But at some time, you will have to do what was think, best and be. You I know, think eventually next year they'll, they'll, they'll do something. Get to yeah, it. but, but I, you each know, year's gonna be harder and harder, harder and harder and harder. It's only gonna get harder. It's never gonna right. get better. You're right. gonna He's learn gonna, how to live with it. Right. But it's never gonna get better. And, Trust and, me. And I, and I think if you embrace the fact that who he was as a man. And just seeing how many look, just how many people trying to get his birthday to be something big. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's just uh That just uh that just make me feel all over again to the day he died. And you know what's crazy? He died the same day Selena died. And that was the crazy part. Yep. That was the crazy part. Like he died the same day Selena was murdered. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But all present, 
Yes. Everything is going towards the family. May they continue to heal and grasp life and become stronger in due time. But right now, family, we not having no big party for them. You have your own celebration right. at your house. There you go. And just, you know, have a light a candle, say a prayer, do something positive because that's what he was doing. Have do, a live party, play nothing but his music right. or something. Just, you know? uh, just go out there and read a book. Go do something positive because he was a positive person. He impacted the world. Positivity. Do the same. Right. That's all I can see. But... Miss Wendy says she ain't going nowhere, okay? They saying Wendy ain't going nowhere. Baby. So this comes exclusively from TMZ as well. Wendy loves TMZ. Of course. <laughs> Wendy Williams, I called the shots and I'm not ending my talk show. So Wendy Williams fans can't breathe a sigh of relief. She's shutting down rumors about her show sh- uh, shutting after its upcoming season. The daytime TV host was hanging with another host, Andy Cohen, which has a show... No, that's not him. I'm thinking of uh, Jerry O'Girl, Jerry O'Connor. He has a um, a daytime talk show now. Okay. So he's actually on right now while Wendy's on break. And oh, then okay. when she comes back, it's, if, it's only if his show gets picked up because, you know, he's in that sneak peek uh, thing where... I guess they're they shopping around and just see if he gonna make shopping crazy. around and see who's gonna pick mm-hmm. him up. Yeah. So um, she was hanging out with another host, Andy Cohen, on his serious uh, XM show Monday in NYC. Afterward, we asked her point blank if she can put her fans' minds at ease by addressing the show's future. Wendy turned as she got into an SUV and pulled a Mark Twain on us, meaning she essentially said rumors of her show's demise have been greatly um, turned down, Mm -hmm. you know? According to a recent New York Post report, some of Wendy's staffers were secretly looking for jobs because there's nothing guaranteed after season 11. Season 11 is the upcoming season, which kicks off next month on the 8th, I want to say. September 8th. Wendy says that news to her and insists she's not going anywhere. By the way, Wendy revealed on Andy's co- uh, Andy's show she knew about Kevin Hunter's double life uh, while before Peps even knew about it. Oh, we know. Um, we right. knew you wasn't stupid, but we was just trying to tell you, bitches, you stupid. <laughs> Seems she had uh, been on Kevin's tail because she... Um, said she has proof he was stepping out on her. She also explains why she didn't dump Kevin when she knew way back when. And that's most people. Like, they they know their spouses and stuff are going dirt. Of course. But that's a good thing that, you know, we know she's not necessarily going anywhere. Um... I just feel like, you know, most people, they play face um, when they kind of try to put rumors to rest, quote unquote. Um, But I guess we'll see what happens after next season. Um, It starts September 8th. Um, Like me and Kiss were talking before the show, we were basically saying like, you know, if that could happen, I truly believe she has the power to where she can get picked up somewhere or like Kiss said, she can start her own Show. Show. She can start her own um, network, network to where it's playing nothing but the Wendy Williams show or the Jerry O'Connor show because, you know, she's the producer for that show. Oh, so she's okay. gonna, you know, she's getting 
she the head bitch in charge for that yes. show. So you but know, either way, she's gonna you never know, paid. right? You never know what happens. It don't even matter. But right. at the end of the day, Wendy is gonna be straight, like she said. She ain't worried about nothing. She's still doing a radio thing I too. I think people think just because she's going through a divorce and her husband is a part of the whole thing with the divorce that she. And he's a part of producing a lot of her companies. And mm-hmm. when you get a divorce, a lot of stuff got to freeze. A lot of stuff got to, you know, stop. And you have to basically redo. And I hope that that's not the case. He's trying to fight her on this show. Just dismiss yourself as executive producer of whatever you are. Right, because he's going to get his cut regardless. Right, and just after that. You know, redo the season, revamp the season, re- revamp, revamp the, show. the show, and just do it bigger and better. But I feel like Wendy Williams' TV show gonna be here for a long haul it's because too popular it's popular just to not go just away like that. True, they they take some popular shows away from you now. Well, yeah, like true. like 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 it ain't nothing, and you be mad. <laughs> but like, I just hope that it just don't lead to that point where. That show, I feel like Steve Harvey show got when Steve Harvey show got canceled. If they cancel Wendy Williams, it's like damn, that's they it. got no black nothing on daytime TV, and she early. She's the, the only one that's doing it, doing it right now. Huh? Likewise, yeah. And you can't really, Goldberg, Whoopi, but you can't really Whoopi call her because that ain't. Right. It's her show, but yeah, she a co-host. They co-host. Like, it's not there. It's not Whoopi's show to say like, yeah, I'm the view. You She's know just what I'm saying? There. Making her coin. But we got Eve on the talk, but she not... It's not Eve and the talk. It's Girl, just I gotta watch that. I didn't talk. not know she was on there. Yeah, man. Eve on the talk, and Sherry Underwood is on the talk. Yeah, I knew Sherry Underwood was on but there. Cheryl on there. I said Sherry. Cheryl. Fuck, Cheryl Underwood on the talk. Like, but they don't have no... And then I you got the, sh- Right, then you got the real. You got Lonnie Love. You got Adrian Bailon. You got Tamara Mori. The real is not... It's just the real. It's right. not Wendy Williams. Do that still not, come on? Yeah. Oh. BT, but it's not, um, it's not Steve Harvey. Like Steve Harvey show was him. Right. Oprah Winfrey show was her. Wendy Williams show is her. Like we missing out on that. So if she ever go somewhere, them networks gonna take a major hit, and they gonna have to like figure out something because if Wendy ever go, I feel like she'll be a perfect fit for VH1. Or she'll be a perfect fit for BET, and just put a shoe, put her shirt there, mm-hmm. put her show there, and let her prosper. But like she said, she ain't gonna know what she on her shit. Even if she gotta change networks, that's all it'll be. And a lot of shows then change networks to better themselves. Hell, if she go to VH1 or something like BET, which she already is on BET, but it's not like her show premieres on BET. You know what I'm saying, like. At 9 o'clock, I think she come on with a fresh episode. Come on. Yeah, it come on at 9, and then you could catch it again at 4 out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know how everybody else is. And BT, she probably be... I think they still do the 11 o'clock uh, slide. See, my stories come on for 11. So 11 p.m.? Oh, 11 p.m. That's at nighttime. That's yeah. not daytime. I'm talking about, like, before noon. The actual live show comes on at 9, and then they have a replay at 4. Okay. And then they have another replay on BT, and, and they still do it at 
at 11. I don't know if they still do. I think they probably do still do. But so many new shows that came out on 11, on me on BET mm-hmm. that I don't even know what's on BET because I don't even watch they, BET. They switched, they revamp it so much. So much. Now so they got Tyler know. Perry, the face of it. He, he got Medea and him on a commercial talking about get BET Plus. BET Plus, I'm not playing with you until you could give me BET Plus, Netflix, <laughs> and fix my credit score. That's when I'll go get BET Plus. <laughs> But uh, as always, today was a fascinating show. I hope you enjoyed it, you guys. We talked about all the things that needed to be said about music. Of course, we spilled the hottest tea of all time because we always going to give y'all that. But, you know, shout out to everybody that listens to the show that, you know, really, you know, support us in a way that nobody else could ever support us. Keep supporting us. Also, if you want to be an artist and you want to be featured on, if you are artist and want to be featured on our show, just send us your music to what's the word 504 at gmail.com or slide in our DMs like everybody else do at yo what's the word on Facebook and yo what's the word on Instagram. Of course, shout out to L Spitter for the team. Of course, shout out to Cyburns for all of the production and you want to shout anybody out other than who just, I already shouted out? Just shout out to, like always, just shout, shout out, out to, to everybody world. that support us. Like, listen right. to our show on a weekly basis. We love y'all. We love that y'all love our vibe because, you know, people tell me they like our vibe. They like how yeah, they we, like how we, our they like how we feed off each other. They don't even like know we've been doing this. We've been doing yeah. it. Been, been in the game. Been, period. Period. <laughs> While I flips my, my street invisible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But as always, ain't nothing but peace and love over here. So continue to follow us, continue to listen to you, and we out. Peace.